0: See? Welcome to episode number 10 of Father and Dad, where we discuss the Catholic faith in the modern world from our unique perspective of Father and Dad. I'm Dad, P.J. Carraher. And I'm Father, still God willing, Stephen Carraher. Yes, well, Stephen, here we are. We're uh, we're in the 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 middle of uh, the middle of Lent. Um, yes, in uh, the
1: throes of Lent. We're pretty close to the finish
0: line now. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Yes, because Mom had actually said that. She said, you know, next week, you know, it's going to be Palm Sunday. It's like, oh, wow. yeah. It's like, yeah, and then it's going to be Holy Week. And um, I don't know how your Lent has been. This is kind of a a Lenten check-in time. I want to share a little bit about ours, and and I say ours because Mom and I have been sharing. Um, a lot of things um, that have been available to us online, uh, some mm-hmm. studies and some some shows and things. And I, for me, the overarching thought uh, that I want to share is just: we live in great times uh, as, as Catholics to be able to understand our faith uh, and to be able to share our faith there are so many resources out there and uh, and uh, your mother and I w- and have been enjoying some of those and I just thought it'd be a good opportunity mm-hmm. to to share some of that
1: yeah I, th- I think it would be beautiful just to spend the whole episode just kind of unpacking well first I'd love to hear specifically what uh, yeah. what we've been I and we've talked a little bit beforehand just in the in the show in the per- show notes for those who are you know listening but I I'd love to unpack it with you—the uh, mm-hmm. specific things that that you and Mom have been uh, going through—and I think it's beautiful to do an episode on this. Just kind of uh, just recognizing just the absolute blessing of the age that we live in, in terms of access to especially sacred scripture and uh, a good good interpretation of sacred scripture. And like you said, um, you know, this is this is a time unprecedented in the in the time of the church. You know. We have so many resources. We have, uh, you know, we have the internet, we have. Uh, certain, you know, movies and TV shows that we'll we'll certainly talk about. And it's definitely kind of looking at the the landscape, looking at this positively, you really see it as a fulfillment of what Vatican II Mm -hmm. uh, was asking for the church to do, which is to bring the sacred scriptures back into the hands and the hearts and the minds of the people. You know, making sacred scripture not just some sort of... uh, you know, book that you put on the shelf and, you know, only father is able to interpret it because you don't want to be wrong, you know, (laughs) um, but really putting it into the hands and the lips and the mouths and the, and the minds and the hearts of the people again. So it's so beautiful to see just a continual, um, you know the continual fruit of that Second Vatican Council, and seeing it uh, beautifully fulfilled here in in our present age. So it's so good to to do. Uh, you know, in the times of this negativity, and yeah. you know, still still haven't. Still haven't rid ourselves of the COVID pandemic yet, yeah. so it's it's wonderful here, and we're still in the throes of Lent, so, you know, a lot of time of potential desolation, but it's so good to, to take, a, take a pause and just focus on some things that uh, we see the Church doing well at this present moment.
0: Yeah, exactly, and it's great that you mentioned Vatican, too, because I think, People need to know that it takes time for those sorts of, I I don't know if change is the right word, um, Mm. for the the call of that to be responded to. And I think we're seeing that happen. Mm. And what comes to mind off the top of my head, I know we talked about this is probably one of the first that I think of in the recent, in the internet age and all as Father Barron's uh, uh, series. And then, mm-hmm. you know, currently now we have Father Mike Schmitz. And there's right now for mom and I, though, over, over um, Lent, there's been two big ones that have been going hand in glove for us. Uh, mm-hmm. The first is, is um, we've been doing a Bible study, uh, Jeff uh, Cavins, the mm-hmm. the Bible timeline. And that really has been fantastic because For us, it takes all of these stories that we knew in particular, uh, we mm-hmm. we knew about uh, the the flood we knew mm-hmm. about uh, a lot of it I knew <laughs> from veggie tales and that sort of yep. thing, you know uh-huh. rackshack and veg- I, I,
1: I i absolutely <laughs> i I connect with that so I definitely a lot of my early catechism came from uh, veggie tales so I, I, I thank you and mom for that I still have those songs stuck in my head there you and, go but it's oh, man I was I was just thinking too you yeah. know in recently of just specific yeah specific bible studies in the way that VeggieTales did to yeah. kind of, uh, you know, bring bring certain you know harder aspects of of yeah. of, of the gospel of, of the you know sacred scripture of the Old Testament. So it's <laughs> I, you know we joke about it, but it's you know it's just but it's good but and it's good that we have this bible timeline too like you said to give us the, well, the yeah. general you know, yeah for the me, general the, story
0: for me the bible timeline is great in that it's putting it all together and putting it all in in perspective and it's funny mm-hmm. it's the old saying the more things change the more they remain the same mm-hmm. we've gone through we've gone through tougher times than this and and when you look at the suffering that's happened, you know, in the Bible and in now, it's, <laughs> you, you know, God's got his plan and God's calling us and we just keep turning away <laughs> into our own. And uh, uh, right now where we're at on the timeline is right before, uh, right after Babylonic captivity where they're coming back. So it's right before Jesus. And hmm. it's, and it's the time was even extended longer before the Messiah because of uh, the way that people turned away. And, and, and just and the part of the turning away and how that t- ties into the into Lent is everything is just that people harden their hearts. They get used to, well, even today's study, uh, Jeff Cavins was talking about when they're in captivity, the risk is you get used to the captivity, you get used to mm-hmm. these other things. And that's Ties into what Lent's all about. And then the second thing with this with this uh, Bible timeline that's been helpful is we've been able to watch other shows and we've been fortunate that some other shows have been out there and enjoy them more fully. And number one, and that is the uh, The Chosen. Um, mm-hmm. and I think you were the one, I think it was you who recommended the chosen to us. I
1: probably did. And it's been recommended to me by so many seminarians here at Sacred Heart Seminary and so many priests and other, uh, other, uh, other of my uh catholic and christian friends so and i'm very glad that they did because it was it was absolutely beautiful so i'm glad i'm glad you and mom were able to get the chance to watch it
0: yeah and and that just even takes me back to the we live in great times i mean this Hmm. is this is what the this is why we've got the internet and the ability to 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 easily you know put together i I say easily i'm not the guys doing the directing and all of that kind of stuff but here is a creative group of people that didn't need any big funding. Oh, they need funding. but you know what I mean? They did it independently, and they put it together mm-hmm. and just beautifully tell the story of the t- the twelves chosen and how they came together. Mm-hmm. and And what I really l- love about uh, the chosen as a series is it makes it very human and yeah. and for for example uh when uh, jesus is calling uh peter and he's calling uh, uh the sons of zebedee y- you know you'll read the bible and it's like oh they you know come follow me and they dropped everything and just followed him well you know, really, you know, that's hard for us to say, could I do that? Could I just like walk away? And, and when they had it on the series, it's like, well, Zebedee was there. They knew about Jesus. They had heard of this teacher and Jesus was there and he did a a miracle, the miracle with the the, the fishes. And, Mm -hmm. and, and uh, he said to to the sons of Zebedee, come follow me. And Zebedee's right there. He's like, and they go back to him and they say, dad, what are we doing? He says, he's the Messiah. I'll take care of the boats. You guys go follow him. That's fine. you no know, and it's not like they abandon but i mean they did to, to understand the point you need to follow the lord but it's like it was real and then mm-hmm. even, and then mm-hmm. even with peter even more so uh uh you know Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law well that meant he must have gotten to know their his Peter's family and they and they played mm-hmm. that up and and they also show a strong strong women behind the men uh mm-hmm. really do a good job who are supportive uh uh, uh you know who say yeah i know it's going to be a struggle but this is this is what we're supposed to do, and just very very human, and uh, and 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 of course, my favorite is, is uh, as I've always said is uh, Nicodemus. You don't get more mm. human than that. I mean, it's... yep, a favorite a favorite of many, a favorite <laughs> of many. <laughs> well, because we can all, in a sense, relate. I mean, we, we all we all are rich like him. I mean, we mm. all live. Let's face it, even the poorest. Of, uh, this is gonna, I hope this doesn't sound too bad, but I mean, the poorest among us we live like kings uh compared we've got we've got flush toilets we've we've got we've got uh books we've got tv we've got phones we we've got so many things available to us uh and we hang on to those and that was that was a struggle for um for nicodemus cuz uh, you know jesus you know jesus said what you know he said what do i need to do he said follow me and he he couldn't he couldn't let go of all the power that that mm-hmm. he had at that time and it was absolutely uh, very touching um very yeah, touching. I agree. Yeah, yeah. it's been, it, the whole thing, I
1: think, is just absolutely touching. And I think you hit it right on the nose when you say that it just provides a beautiful human account of the Gospels. And I think, you know, it's not to say that, you know, the Gospels are lacking something that the Chosen somehow makes up. I think, um, and once you start, when you dive very deeply into the Scripture, especially when you approach it prayerfully, um, you know, these realities start becoming real, you know, these realities start to become real in prayer, you know, uh, you know, and you can bring your questions to scripture as well. You can, you know, if, if you're looking at the call of James and John, you can think, you know, oh, you know, oh my gosh, like you can, you can initially think like, oh my goodness, like how on earth were they able to just drop everything and, and, and leave their father and their, and their, you know, their boat and their, and their job yeah. And I think The Chosen beautifully kind of takes us through almost a certain type of prayer, a, port, or a sort of, a, a, you know, a creative prayer. What
0: do you mean I, by what, that, a creative prayer?
1: I'll, I'll, yeah. uh, I'll, de- I'll, I'll develop that. I'll definitely, yeah. I'll definitely develop that. So um, I think a lot of what I've heard a lot of people say negatively about The Chosen is a lot of people, you know, they, they love it. They love the retelling of the story. They love the idea of like this Christian mm-hmm. company. It's independently funding this um but a lot of a lot of people that i've I've heard have you know maybe a minor criticism as you know they they maybe don't necessarily like the creative license that they take and certainly yeah. you know the chosen I'm sure the directors of the chosen would tell you immediately that they're taking creative license yes. in terms of yes. you know you know making choices in terms of like okay what is what is Peter's mother you know what is Peter's mother-in-law like what's Peter's wife yeah. like you know what's the relationship between yeah. you know Peter and Andrew and you know with between themselves and the community you know they they're doing a lot of gap filling and they're and. That's kind of fleshing out the the characters, um, and I, you know, looking at it, I, I can see I can see their concerns, but I I can definitely see that this is you know the result. It must have been the result of just a. a a long prayerful time with the scriptures because there's really nothing contrary to what the scripture is 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 saying. Uh, it's just we we also have to, you know, of course, keep that intention with realizing that this is not the revealed world word, right. well, word of god the revealed word of god is a, the scripture.
0: That's a good point and I'm sorry I'm I'm going to interject this. I, my advice then to someone watching The Chosen is don't watch that in place if you've never read the gospels and you're not familiar with the gospels, be familiar with the gospels first. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because you're you're right, I I struggled I struggled with that a little at the start too. I'm like, where'd they come up with this? Where they? And then as I'm seeing it, well, they're just fleshing out the story. So mm-hmm. the, the the spirit of the story of the conflicts that happen with people, that is what they're they're going for. The factual, hey, Peter went out on a boat at night and did this thing. Yeah, it's not scriptural, but so I would I would say, hey the chosen should not be your introduction to the gospels. You should be familiar with the gospels. It should be a way for you to put some flesh on it in a sense and understand that. Yeah, you're right. It's not, it's not the revealed word, but it's Mm -hmm. um, definitely the spirit. Uh, Yeah, it's
1: certainly not a, yeah, it's certainly, uh, yeah. I'm not saying that it's, you know, and and by us saying that it's not the revealed word is not saying that it's, it, it doesn't have any value. I think it has, I think it has great value. Yeah. Um, and what I, I'll get back to, I'll swing back to what I'm yeah. talking about, uh, about, you know, this, this is, a, is, a, is a prayer, is a creative prayer. So yeah. uh, St. Ignatius teaches a, a specific type of prayer called imaginative prayer, hmm. and... Um, this, the idea is that you, you, you go to a scripture passage, you know, you read the scripture passage and yeah. so much as scripture is speaking in very laconic terms, you know, you, you know, you'll say like, you know, you know, Jesus will just walk by the sea and, you know, he'll say, come follow me to James and John. And, you know, they left their nets and follow him. And then, you know, the story continues and you, you really wonder like, well, is that really what happened? You know, what it, it, you, yeah. you really desire some sort of, you know, the, the, the scripture kind of draws out of you a desire to to go deeper into it a desire to question it a desire to enter into it more fully so saint ignatius's imaginative prayer takes a look at this passage and um really prays through it and really using our imagination um allows god to enter into our imagination uh through prayer and and draw us to um certain characters in the story so looking at it at, in terms of a story so uh, a lot of times, often oftentimes people who are using imaginative prayer will read uh, passages on Jesus uh, healing specific uh, people. And very often, uh, people engaging in imaginative prayer will will consider themselves uh, in the role of the person who's being healed. So it's a way of drawing us closer to the actual uh, story itself, drawing us closer so that we hear the the words of Scripture as if they are spoken to us, because it's, you know, it's not as if the words of scripture are spoken to us. They are spoken to us. Yeah. You know, the scripture is what uh, the Lord has given us, you know, for uh, the benefit of our salvation. You know, the words of scripture are not meant f- simply for the people who, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John wrote uh, all those years ago, 2000, you know, some years ago, but they're also meant for us today. And they're meant for the whole church uh, until the end of time when we will see the true word of God face to face and, uh, um, in, in paradise. So it's, it's really beautiful here to have, um, you know, this, this, you know, this film depiction of the life of Christ and the life of his uh, followers, the life of the chosen, um, to see, and you can, you can definitely tell that this is certainly fruits of prayer. This is, it's so prayerfully done and it's, um, and it's something that's done with it was something that was done with much care and and for that we i i you know thank you know the right. whole production team uh who who were making it i'm super excited for the second season as well and it's certainly been uh an aid to my prayer as well you know certain things that i've not considered like oh this is something that peter would have to worry about yeah. or yeah. oh this is something that you know uh you know the people listening for jesus for the
0: first time would have you know reacted and, and what, um so and what's nice is by humanizing it these aren't people that are separate from us. These mm-hmm. are people like us, and mm-hmm. yeah, they're going through the same struggle. We're going through the same struggles that they did, in in many, in some ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, we're not there with uh, at that time, but um, it's very real. Yeah. Sorry, mm-hmm. I, I, you were in the middle. And
1: building of that. off of that, yeah, building yes. off of that, that they are not a people separate from us. Yeah, that's absolutely true. You like they, we share in the same humanity. We yeah. share in the same you know desire for Christ, you know, deep down in our hearts and we we all we all hear his calling. But we're also not separated from them in a very real sense because we as Catholics believe in the mystical body of Christ, you know. Mm-hmm. When we're watching Peter and Andrew and James and John, you know, we're not watching like, you know, characters from, you know, Stranger Things or characters <laughs> from, you know, these are real people and yeah. these are real people who we can have a prayerful relationship with. So, yeah. I would really, you know, Recommend not just stopping, you know, at the Chosen and, and thinking, you know, okay, you watch the Chosen and oh, this is, that's, this is a nice show, you know. It's it, it's if if you just stop there, I think it's lost its fruit, you know. You really, you know, I think the beauty of this is it allows you to enter into a deeper relationship with both Jesus Christ, which is just absolutely absolutely necessary for you know any Christian, to be called a Christian, yeah. is to have that deep relationship with Jesus Christ. But it also allows us to enter more fully into that deeper relationship with, you know, his apostles, with with his saints, his chosen, who he called, you know, on the shores of the Sea of Galilee, you know, throughout his mission in Galilee. So, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful way to be connected
0: to that mystical body of Christ as well. And to circle back to uh, what we said at the start, uh, something that's going to help that deeper relationship is is things like that, uh, Bible study. So mm-hmm. that's how you can understand, it puts into perspective what was going through the minds of the apostles. What was the world that they were living in? Uh, they had, the, the, the occupation of the Romans, but before that they had Babylonian captivity. Uh, there was the, they even mentioned the Maccabean uh, revolt. They referenced that. Um, how was there the separation between Israel and Judah? What does that mean, and uh, why was and and I really love the way and now I'm going into details on the chosen when they, he went into Samaria and they're mm-hmm. like, oh we don't and but people don't know the Samaritans were Jewish. I mean they were just they were part of. Uh, the, the the twelve tribes, but they had mm-hmm. just uh, were under captivity, and uh, uh, and and gone away and broken off, and uh, so the and it had worshipped uh, and, and and they referenced it I think in the chosen because they said that about the temple and how they had their I think they referenced that in the, te- in the chosen, but anyway, but I mean they did a good a good job, but I was able to fully more fully appreciate that. So part of the deeper part of that deeper relationship you're talking about um means uh uh understanding that that bible narrative the uh, the uh, salvation story and mm-hmm. um putting it into uh putting it into the perspective that really helps it mm-hmm. really helps. Yeah, absolutely, it, yeah. absolutely.
1: And I just to just to add on to that, it's so important, you know, you know, it kind of go, goes into the aspect of a relationship of, you know, you have to know about the person if you want to grow in a relationship At- with him. So that's and like we said, circling back is just the beauty of uh, you know what we have today in our in our day and age with you know the plethora of yes. of of way, of tools to understand what we've been given in sacred scripture and uh, yeah. and what the church has, has taught and it's and it and we have to remember that it's not you know, it doesn't just stop at that knowledge that we gain. You know, it's good to know about, you know, what was happening in the Babylonian exile. And, you know, it's good to know what's, you know, what, what does it mean that Jesus was walking into Samaria? But it always has to lead us to the person of Jesus Christ. It always has to end with us yes. growing deeper, yes, closer in relationship with Jesus Christ. And it's so beautiful that we have all of these resources to do it.
0: Amen. And uh, with that, I think that uh, that uh, brings us to a close. Uh, for this I think month. so. Yeah. Well, great. Well, thank you uh, to all of you who have uh, listened and uh, offered us your comments uh, as Stephen and I have been working on this. Uh, we welcome your input to um, to help our listeners. Stephen and I have created uh, two email addresses. We have father at father and dad and. Uh, And father at fatheranddad.com and dad at fatheranddad.com and if you don't know which is which you haven't been listening and uh, one more (laughs) and one more thing is uh, there is no charge as you know for our podcast but we do ask for one form of payment. If you like what you hear tell two friends. Thank you for listening. He came down to earth from heaven who is God Was a stable, and his cradle was a stone with the cord-